Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Come with me on a journey into the mind into the misunderstood and mysterious world of neurodiversity, into a place of daring discovery and desperate darkness, but also, you know, fun. Come with me if you dare, into the universe. Hello everybody, welcome once again to Into the Neuroverse. I'm here in the shed, so you might hear some seagulls. The sound quality might not be exactly perfect. I'm surrounded by a couple of the primes. I've got Optimus here on my right and Rodimus here on my left. And never the twain shall meet. But I have achieved some things with this shed. I've got some blackboard paint up so I can do Oppenheimer style writing, you know, uh, um... Well, I imagined I'd do equations. Then there's not really an equation for um, write something funny and try and make money out of it, Colin. That's, I don't think there's an equation. Is there an equation? And if you've got it, could you send it to me as quick as possible? But hello. Hello. Jamie's not here right now because everything's gone down. It's all gone down. It's all gone down. But I thought I'd do a little introduction and then hopefully I'll record a little week in my neuroverse with Jamie in a bit and we'll add that on and then I'm going to do a big topic here in my shed on my own and then I'm going to do my little tip spoiler alert it's get a rabbit I've got a rabbit everyone and that changed everything his name is Ned I'll be talking about him in a bit with Jamie anyway before we start the show proper I just wanted to say hello which I do every week of course I I have found the shed show and the shed incredibly uh, therapeutic i've really enjoyed it i have been wavering on whether to continue i won't lie because one only gets so much time time is the most important thing of all and, and everyone tries to take it from you and they will and very few people like make the time you know worth it um but this doing this podcast it requires quite a lot which surprises me at every turn but i feel like we're finally entering we're finally there. We're finally there. I mean, I can't remember what's happened from week to week. My friend Alan said, oh, when's the next issue of, or the next episode of DIY Idiots coming out? And I went, oh, is that something you listen to? And he said, no, you you did it as a joke. You talked about it on the last one, you bloody idiot. He wouldn't say that. Alan's a lovely man. He really is. Uh, top In the top drawer. Uh, and I mean, one of the Alans, the other one is still, you know, there's a big question mark over him. But... Um, not really. I love all the Allens. Fuck. God, the Allens. I can feel them. They're, they're listening to this going, oh, God, does he mean me or other Allen? Oh, God, this is horrible. What do we do? What do we do, Colin? Allen. They're saying to each other now. They're holding each other like at the end of the world. If you've never heard this show before, you're really confused, aren't you? So fear not, because I've sat down. What I've sat, I've just sat down. That's a start. 
Second one, sat down. Secondly, I've had some big thinkings about organisation and working out and all that with my life in general. One of those is to explain to you for once what the show is. <laughs> We're only on episode 15 or something, but to explain to you what it is and how I want to proceed and then we'll bring Jamie on, hopefully. And I hope you like this idea. No one ever replies to me or tells me anything until I say I'm going to stop it. And then a few people go, don't stop it. We love it. I'm like, all right, your input's wonderful, but you know, can, can it come slightly sooner? So the direction of the show. So if you've never heard it before, this show is about me, Colin Holt, discovering I have, I am neurodiverse. I have ADHD. I also have autism that's self-diagnosed, but I'm also self-diagnosed as a marvelous chef. So take it with a pinch of salt. And my cooking is dreadful. I don't know if you heard the bit about the cake last week. Oh my goodness. But um, the point of this show, what is the goal of this show? Okay, so the show is as of last week, the show is split into three sections. One where we talk about our week in neurodiversity, or I do, with my friend Jamie, who's neurotypical. We talk about our week in the neurodiverse, sorry. Oh, whatever the fucking thing it is I've made up. And then big topic, something interesting, something that's taken my fancy in relation to our brains. And then finally, a little tip for everyone. It tends to go on for fucking ages, so I'm trying to bring it down to a good sort of 30 to 45 minutes, you know, but good luck with that is all I'll say. So this is what I want to say first and foremost. What is the new direction of the show? Well, we're going to be having guests. I'm going to be chatting with Jamie. Then I'm going to be chatting with the guest. Then I'm going to be giving some more tips at the end with Jamie again. So Jamie Jamie is like the bread for the guest sandwich, if you will. And then when the guest comes in, uh, we, I'm going to ask them questions about their uh, brains and their way of approaching the world, which fits into the goal. So what is the goal of the show? The goal of the show is for me to understand my neurodiversity, see how I can thrive and see if I can use it like a superpower to help this really troubled world. It really is in a lot of trouble. I don't know if you're aware. And I feel like we all need to do stuff together. And I feel like the biggest change in my life is really realising my neurodiversity. So I'm trying to understand my neurodiversity. I'm trying to piece together a future for me and hopefully for everyone. That sounds a little bit Jesus Christ-like. I'm not saying I'm going to save the world, but I'm just trying to throw something out there that might help. And then I'm trying to, to do that. I'm trying to understand, get stories and, and ways of being from as many people as I can. All different sort of guests. You know, when there isn't a guest, it will just be me and Jamie chatting about a thing. Um, when there is a guest, then obviously we'll have a guest. And they might be neurotypical. They might be neurodiverse. Either way, there's someone who, for whatever reason, I think there's a you have got it sorted or you've got an element sorted and I want a bit of that. Could I have it, please? Explain how it works. I don't think I'll get anyone on who I want to sort of go, you don't know what you're doing in your life, do you? You're an absolute failure and a fuck up. So I'm going to have a go at you. That would be very weird, wouldn't it? That would be a weird, but an interesting part. I mean, I suppose if I could get, you know, someone like Nigel Farage on, that would, oh God, can you imagine? I'm already getting carried away. And that's awful because he's an absolute shit of a man. So I'm sorry about it. I will stand by that. Um, so finally, uh, 
what I think it is like, it's like imagine that my life began again when I got my diagnosis and now I'm trying to understand the world, how it works on any level, because genuinely I don't think on any level. For example, you know, patriotism, nationalism, that's just a thing that's popped up ahead because I was just looking at Twitter. I don't get it. I've never got it. I remember as a kid going, but it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'd like to understand how people feel about that. Other things, the thing I'm going to talk about in the big topic is knowing yourself. How do people do that? Who are all these people going around? Oh, I know who I am. I know myself, which I admire very much, but I don't get it because I don't think we are a self or oneself. I don't know. More on that in a minute. Anyway, I hope this little explanation has helped. I've used up seven and 30 seconds, seven minutes and 30 seconds of your time. Now, here's a little chat with Jamie. All right, it's time for our week in the neuroverse. This week in the neuroverse. This week in the neuroverse. Hello, Jamie. We managed Hi. to grab you. God, not, not an easy celebrity to get hold of, but um, well, here you are. Here yes. You are, old friend. So, wh- how's your week been, Jamie? This is genuinely. We've just jumped on this call together, haven't we? So, I. I yeah. This is all true. Do you know what I've got in my hand? Don't you? Uh, is it Optimus Prime? Oh no, it's a pair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's, it's so Optimus inappropriate. Pear. It's so inappropriate. The thing is, I've worked so much as like a, worked so much. I've worked so much as a radio actor. I mean, saying that they haven't got me in for a long time, years. And I think maybe it's because like, maybe I was doing this all the time. You keep eating I was just eating a pair while, while chatting to people. How's this week in your neuroverse been, Jamie? Oh, it's been all over the place. Uh, so we've we've really struggled to get this time together. Um, we have. So you've been busy, and I've crisis. been all over the place. Um, yes, with a cat at the vets and uh, possible house moving uh, and possible uh, Edinburgh show business getting sorted out. So it's all been very very busy. Um, a lot it's of, all that's a lot. To, that's a lot to pressure. A lot of stuff on you. I've got about I've got sixteen tabs open at once, Con. Really, right now? Yeah. You, well, not right, not tabs right now, or actually on your laptop. On my laptop. And do you? Just, how do you jump between those tabs? Because one one of my you, things is yesterday, for example, I had quite a lot of stuff I wanted to do right, but there's a couple of things, financial things, and just a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm fed up with a certain thing. <laughs> Yeah, and it keeps coming back. But I know there's not really anything I can do about that. But there are other tabs I could just be working on. But I, that tab keeps coming in. Do you know what I mean? I went, yeah. I went for a phase ages ago where I had loads of money on credit cards, and I just kept imagining the money on the credit cards. But I wasn't finding a way to solve it. I was just imagining. I was just thinking about that amount of money. How do you avoid just if you've got all these things you're trying to do at once? You're trying to move house which is a, like the most stressful thing you can do apparently isn't it apart from actually die yeah allegedly well to be honest that's a relief after you've had to move house blessed relief you're praying for it but um moving house losing a job or something you want but anyway you're moving a house your cat's ill and yeah. you like the cat presumably love the cat yeah oh you love that cat what's his name yeah. her name uh archie um archie Archie is a lovely guy. You know I was about to say a real dickhead thing. Can you guess what I was about to say? Um, no, go on. I was gonna, do you get non-binary cats? <laughs> <laughs> I would not have guessed that. 
That was, not, I guess that was coming. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? What is Jamie? What's going on? His pronouns the world are has changed. Um, it's a. It's. Do you know what? In my hilarity, then I I didn't listen to your answer. <laughs> uh, I do like the cat. Yes, um, you like it, but was is it a male or a female? There's no he's other. A, he's he's a male female. I'm joking when I say he's that. Crazy. Obviously, there are eighty genders. Oh God, I can't. <laughs> no one knows what side I'm on. No one knows what side <laughs> I'm on, Jamie. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Jamie, is it? I still haven't listened to the answer. He's a male cat. Um, <laughs> yes, he. So we we moved to a, a small village, uh, and it turned out. I'll cut this long story short. Uh, it turned Please out that, um, it's not the, the beast of Bodmin Moor, is it? Well, I, we do call him the beast. The beast of. I almost said the name of the place we live, but I'm not going to give the internet that. Oh God, oh, no! God, can you imagine? Um, They'd be banging on your door trying to get you yeah, know free trying shit. To get a cat. Um, trying to get the bloody so, beast. We, we moved we found here, the beast. and a tenant that had lived there like two years before us had abandoned a cat and it had been living in the woods for for like two years. It had been oh, living God. just like wild. Nobody so the tenant where you live had moved out? Yes, like two, two years previously. And then they some other tenants had cat. moved in with dogs. So the cat couldn't go back near the property because um, there were dogs there. Oh, my um, God. But yeah, the they just cats, they hate each other, right? Yeah. So when we moved in, um, we didn't have dogs. So we we basically, he suddenly started to appear. Like we, so we, we'd see him around, uh, and then we started leaving little bits of food for him. And eventually, uh, after a couple of months of that, um, we got him closer and closer and closer, and then we kind of ushered him into the house. And he kind of came in and went, "All right, I live here now." So we sort of adopted him and rehabilitated oh, that's him. So sweet. Time. Yes, and he's lovely. so lovely, and now he's poorly, and you don't know why. He's, he's been poorly. I mean, he's he's quite old. He's um, we think he's got pancreatitis, uh, which again, long story, but um, pancreatitis. He's just been very. He's been very glum. Is the main thing. Uh, he's he just seems very depressed, and he's not eating. So we're having to feed him. We're having to force feed him, uh, like with a syringe, uh, which he doesn't oh, like. Oh no! But, oh, yeah. Jamie, this is taking me back to when I was. My, so, oh, this is opening up a whole, a whole cupboard of things. But uh, my next show that I'm going to do is going to be about all the animals we had that, did I mention this? So I've already recorded the bit that you're about to listen to, listener, and then James, yes. but anyway, we had a lot of animals that just died. It was like a menagerie of, we should not have had animals. Right. Uh, and partly we had a dog that would just eat them and then no one could like work out that chain of events and then that it would happen the next time and the next time. Do you know what I mean? Like birds, canaries, yeah. things like that. Um, anyway, so we, but we did have a lovely dog later called Cassie who we loved to bits and she was very much like a human, you know, when people think animals are like humans and she really, um, and they're not, but you know, but she really did look at you like an understanding creature, a sheepdog, a border collie. They're sheepdogs, mm. aren't they? Uh, and we got her from the RSPCA. It turned out she was pregnant and she had like 12 babies or something. Oh, goodness. And they were lovely. And we, we they all ended up going to different homes. Oliver was the last one to come out, named after my doctor at the time, Dr. Oliver. That's weird. My mum's a bit into doctors and still is <laughs> into her doctors. They're, they're, I guess her doctors are like um, the equivalent of a priest in the yeah. old 
maybe for her uh, and always have been but um dr oliver so she, the dog was called oliver after dr oliver i don't know if he ever knew that i think he tolerated us the dr oliver but poor old oliver died almost immediately right so that was sad and then the others were all hearty chaps apart from one which i called haggis who's very much my doggy because he looked like a haggis which everyone found hilarious because i was like 10. i think i got haggis from highlander there's a bit where sean connery explains you know to what, the him, what the haggis is yeah christopher lambert who's french playing scottish uh and sean connery of course scottish playing uh egyptian <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's a line where Christopher Lambert goes, what's a haggis in his best Scottish? And he goes, it's sheepskin stuffed with barley. And he goes, sounds revolting. What do you do with it? And he goes, you eat it, you fool. Beautiful scene. Anyway, haggis. We didn't eat haggis, but no. he was he was born with, with like, like not a proper stomach or something awful like that. Do you know what I mean? We had to kind of, yeah, similar inject in things for ages and eight. Haggis did die. I'm not saying that's going to happen to your cat because obviously I don't think Haggis was ever going to live past a certain age. We buried him in the garden and built this thing around a shrine to him. <laughs> he was very loved in that tiny bit of time, you know. He brought more love than some people bring in 80 years, in his yeah. 20 days. I feel a bit like crying. Well, um, and we're so going to come back to this as well. So I hope, in, I hope, in, what's in, he called your cat? He's Archie. Archie. Well, I hope he's he was okay. Already, he was already Archie. Yes, he's okay. He's, he's How back. did you know he was already Archie? He had a neck. Because uh, the neighbours, the neighbours knew that the that the oh, um, so they filled you in. Been abandoned. Yeah. But the people who lived there before, they were bad sorts. Let's be honest. Let's not. I, they've not got a great reputation, particularly with us. They get a lot of they get a lot of blame. I don't understand how you could do that. Um, but I will no. come back to this because I, I know that in your opening section you mentioned the rabbit. Um, mm. And and so I thought, goodness, that's apt because I've been having a lot of thoughts about pets and things. So I know you want to talk about pets in your, in the wrap up at the end. So yeah, well, so we'll talk a bit about. So we'll talk about what Ned, my new rabbit. Okay, so he is. We've also adopted. Would you like him. to do that there? We... Did you say something there, buddy? Okay. No, no. Oh. <laughs> That was really weird. I think I heard a voice that was like backwards, like in um, Twin Peaks. I was like, <laughs> oh, well, let's just pretend that didn't happen. We'll find out in the okay. end. Um, Ned, lovely chap. I wasn't interested. I was off doing a gig. They, It's been a good month waiting on Ned. It's been a long time, you know, for, for good reasons. They've had to hold off. And I think my mother-in-law was a bit, didn't really want to get rid of him. Get rid of his horrible phrase, pass him on, you know, but she had to because, you know, They've moved house and everything. So, but finally he did come. Also, I think she definitely did not trust me to be right. able to look out for a rabbit. So she she had to wait for a time where she could come down and go through it very, very clearly. As it happens, I was not there. And I wasn't really thinking about it that much, right? I was a bit like, oh, whatever, you know, great. No, no, I wasn't like, oh, whatever. But I was like, great, rabbit. The kids will love the rabbit. Great. But I wasn't really, you know, came home, saw this rabbit. It was like, you know, in the cartoons when their eyes just like, this sounds wrong, but as in, you know, hearts appear in their eyes. Not yeah. like a, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a sexy rabbit. I'm not saying that on any level. Jessica Rabbit. It's not Jessica Rabbit, it's Ned. 
and we fell deeply in love immediately and he has been sitting on my lap snuggling up to me he loves my voice i'm thinking about him constantly yeah just as i'm going around the house i'm sort of like oh i wonder what ned's doing and i know what he's doing he's just sat doing absolutely nothing because it turns out they do yes. fuck all they just yes. sit in their thing but it, it definitely is connecting to something from my past to do with all those animals because the first yeah rabbit i had oh, wait there's a lot of synchronicity i'm not sure i believe in all that sort of manifesty synchronicity nonsense but there was a lot of stuff going on. so i kept you know i said last week about someone who i thought was going to die and then turned out that was all so before that i suddenly got in my head about watership down i started thinking about watership down the film which is obviously incredibly sad and horrific mm. in places if you don't know it's about yeah. a load of rabbits who live in this burrow which is sort of controlled by a nazi-like rabbit isn't it called general wormwort and two of them one of them's called fever one of them's called hazel or fever or fiver fiver and fiver has visions and he has this vision it's a really incredible film and book i've read the book but he has visions of the field running with blood which i'm sort of having every time i look at anything on instagram or whatever but um yeah. and then hazel listens to him and realizes they have to get away from this place so they do and they take as many of the um, other rabbits with them as they can. But they slowly get all hunted down by a dog, a cat, the other rabbits, until there's only a few of them left and they eventually get there. And then what's really moving is at the end, Hazel is take, gets old. So he gets his paradise, but then obviously becomes old and dies. And the spirit Frith appears, who is like God, but as a rabbit and takes him off and art got off uncle sings bright eyes yes. which is the most incredibly beautiful song and that was going round and round in my head and i was listening to it and just crying and then i found out that news about someone i thought was dying it turns out that they're not really and then so it all sort of connected and then i've now got ned so i went mm. on this big journey of rabbits rabbits have been the thing um they've been everywhere all around me well, like I wanted to say I, I didn't. I mentioned, I mentioned that to my partner, and she um, she told me a nice story that you might like. That um, took I two nice Why you told me this? No, absolutely. Eat that mare. Um, so <laughs> she had a she had a rabbit called Pedro, uh, and it lived till twelve, and they had uh, like basically her entire childhood, and so she had an entire childhood with Pedro. So they don't necessarily die. You know, the rabbit lived early. to twelve. Yeah. Oh my god! Because so my whole thing that you're about to hear in a minute, the big topic. Is about this idea that I waffle on with that you get something and then you lose it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe not. But I mean, yeah, it, it resonated with me. She did tell me another story though that her mother had a rabbit when she was a child and none of them looked after it very well. So this this would have been in the kind of fifties, I guess. Um and uh she had kind of two or three brothers and sisters, I think, and none of them looked after it very well. And to teach them a lesson strap yourself in mother took the rabbit to the butchers and had it butchered made a pie and then served it to the whole family uh they all ate it and then she told them what was in it oh my god isn't that the most horrifying that's thing? a horror story that's titus andronicus yeah this is rabbit. lucy's grandmother did this to her mother uh yes yes Bucking hell. And 
so it's to teach i mean first of all okay so the logic is insane because you're teach you're trying to teach them to look after a rabbit by killing the rabbit no she was just bored of having to look after the rabbit herself so oh my god uh, i don't so know it's like, i mean it's to be like honest, Medea, if anything it was like a real I think there was a lot of other animals involved in that family. Like the whole family has had a menagerie of animals the whole, the kind of whole time. So maybe it was just. I mean, I don't the, want to cast. Well, is grandmother still alive? I don't think so. No, no. Don't want to cast. And, and I'm right. I want to get into this, but his mother's relationship with grandma was that it's very fine. bad. I mean, I, no. I don't. No, they were was, happy. About, a, did she ever do anything a, else like that? I, I don't know. I will find out for you. But she told me that story. That's like Disney villain level evil. Because, yeah, that's terrible. Um, that's one of Isn't the most it? awful things. It's that's like a help. It's um, to put something in a pie but, and then serve it to them. I mean, we're talking as two middle-aged blokes. I mean, presumably as yeah. a, from a, you know, feminist point of view. So I guess she would have been, this was in the 50s. Yeah, this would be like classically a repressed era for women generally, I guess, for yeah. housewives and all that. So was this her going fuck you to all of them for not giving her any? Or was it just it was a cruel time and animals didn't really have the sort of... And this is what, what Nigel Farage and his gang wanted to go back to. Run, rabbit, run. He yeah. wouldn't care about killing a rabbit, would he? No. I mean, having all sorts of awful intrusive thoughts. Like I look at the rabbit, I was hoovering up near the rabbit and I thought, I'm just going to hoover the rabbit. And I didn't want to, but no. it was, do you know when you get the thought? It's like the thing of standing on a cliff and you think, oh, I'm just going to jump, jump in. And it's like, shut up, yeah. brain, you know. But well, then I've I mean, also his, like his keep thinking that someone's going to get him and, and kill him yeah, or eat him. Like that story you just told me. That's horrific. Okay, we're going to go to a break. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Okay, we're back from the break. Um, Jamie's just told me the most terrifying horror story I've ever heard. Well, let's is that that we're breaking we're breaking there. That's not we're not putting anything in there. That's just a break. We've broken. We've broken. You broke we're, me we're, for a start. <laughs> but now it's time for big topic. Big topic. So now it's time for the big topic, okay, of this week. And I thought if you think cast your minds back to the original 
episodes of this if you've been listening to it. Originally, it was just me reading stuff that I'd sort of written off the top of my head. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't mean I've got a pen attached to the top of my head. That would, I find writing pretty tricky at the best of times. And if I was doing it with a pen strapped to the top of my head, fuck, I'm trying to make it work now. I'm getting distracted, aren't I? I'm getting distracted, ADHD. It's coming in. It's coming in. So... <laughs> God, I didn't want it to start like this. Anyway, here we go. Big topic. The big topic today is knowing yourself, okay? I go about it in a very roundabout way. It's from a journal. I'm rereading it out to you. It may not make a lot of sense, but let me see what I can do. Okay, so I feel, everyone, I feel this incredibly painful balance between being super excited about the future. You know, oh, actually, that's not it. I got distracted again. What I mean is I feel, yes, excitement, but also joy. This joy that I have now that I don't think I've ever had really in my life. And I think this is one of the best. This is why I say to people, you know, getting diagnosed or at least coming to understand yourself is worth it. It really is because it brings you this joy. I feel a joy with my family, uh, with with my, my wife, my kids, my art, my friends, joy that I don't think I've ever allowed myself to feel before. I have experienced joy before I got my understanding and diagnosis, but this is different, okay? Um, but by experiencing that joy and going, yes, I will feel that joy. I will let that that wonderful feeling in. It's opening yourself, right, to vulnerability, to vulnerability in a way that I don't know if I'd ever done that before, you know, letting it in. Uh, and on the other side, okay, the terrible... Uh, imbalance of knowing that the end is on the horizon okay sooner or later it's coming and feeling the terror of that oh knowing i'm not just talking about death i'm talking about things falling apart i'm talking about things going wrong i'm talking about if you open yourself up then you're opening yourself up to the possibility of pain and shame and death and all these things it's it's really come for me with the rabbit ned who i've immediately completely bonded with and i just i really wasn't that bothered about him now i'm just obsessed with the rabbit um my rabbit ned it's not my rabbit it's the family's rabbit but it's becoming my rabbit he's becoming my rabbit and immediately i'm thinking oh but rabbits don't live that long and i think he's already two so i'm already in a slight state of terror about that fact okay and how the hell do I balance those two things, okay? Joy, experiencing joy through vulnerability, opening yourself up to it, let it all come in with the balance that awful things are happening, that will happen, the terror of losing stuff, you know? Just thinking about the way my my family that I grew up in, my old family, they've always been, and they definitely operate on a sort of don't open up way you know don't open up truthfully they talk a lot they blah 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 tell you everything and anything that come pops in their head but they don't really open up they're almost just because actually if you think about it i talk a bit in my stand-up show about how the big big thing with my family I, is you could never have silence you couldn't not talk for a minute to be like why aren't you talking why aren't you said oh what's up with him he's gone dead quiet why has he gone dead quiet why aren't you saying no what's going on why aren't you talking Assuming not with him, what's happened to him? Oh, why aren't you talking? What's happened? Um, this panic, you know, and I think that's because as soon as you go into a place of silence, um, there you become vulnerable. Just being quiet is being vulnerable, isn't it? But if you're talking constantly and not really listening and not taking on questions, then you're never vulnerable. And maybe that's a neurodiverse thing just to do that. I don't know, maybe. But anyway, 
when the if you are doing that then when the the as in if you're not opening up then when the pain and the death and the humiliation do come i guess maybe you aren't caught out is that the idea i think that's what it is is that how it feels you know you you aren't in in pain not sure what i mean by that but you you when things get hard and grim you feel like you know well i never opened up anyway so i can't be hurt i can't be touched by that because i didn't put myself out there so myself the wound is not open i I, does that make sense i haven't let myself be vulnerable so i can't be hurt my true self uh has been hidden away okay so it's like armor isn't it you like have armor and then the vulnerability can't be hurt i think that's what it's about because it's just it's just too painful so you can't let your true self your your true feelings, especially if you're neurodiverse and you grew up in a world where neurodiversity was, you know, as I say in my show, you was considered, you're not right. You know, it's not about being autistic or any of these things, or it's just, you're not right. You are not right. You know? Um, yeah. So getting onto this idea of the self, which is what I was going to talk about. What is your true self? Okay. And do we have a true self and i'll be talking to jamie a bit about this i'm recording this now because in all honesty time wise i'm not sure what will get done in time for friday and it needs to be done for friday you know i i don't know if we do have a true self i wonder if we're actually more like a jellyfish okay a jellyfish that's swimming about in the ocean because jellyfish i found out the other day from my son's book on animals jellyfish aren't a creature a jellyfish is not a creature I probably should have checked this before I said it, but let's just assume I'm right. Oh, by the way, the Earth's flat. But a creature, it's not a creature, it's a colony of creatures. <gasps> Mind-blowing. That all come together to form this one creature and form different... But it's like, to give your Transformers reference, the the big baddie, the first like big great character not character they're not really characters apart from optimus let's be honest but the first like exciting toy i remember apart from the basic figures was devastator because devastator wasn't just a transformer he was a transformer made up of six different transformers oh my god bit of a scam though because do you know what the actual transformers he was made up of were tiny so he was actually only slightly bigger than the other transformers when when he was put together that's by the by the point is a colony they're like a colony of loads of little creatures that form this one thing that we call a jellyfish and i think our own selves are maybe like that maybe they are just a load of different selves you know different personalities all vying for attention uh, different ones taking over when they're needed you know um as they're needed a different part of the personality takes over you know so we're not a self because we behave differently in different scenarios is that true i have no idea but then there are these people these are the people i envy and what i'd like to do when i get someone on when i manage to sort myself out and get a guest on what i'd like to do is get someone who really feels like they do have a self and i'd be interested to know if people out there feel they have a self i am this this is me. I know, you know, when people say, I know who I am. I know myself. I love it when people say things like, you know, I'm always me. There's no side to me. I love that idea. There's no side to me. It also seems a bit mad because obviously there's so many sides to everyone. What are you saying? I'm just this. I'm only ever this. But I'm not trying to be derogatory because at the same time, I'm like, I'd love that. I'd love to just go, this is me. It's dead simple. 
I am who I am. I am the way I am. It sounds, it's hard to say without sounding like I'm being snobby or derogatory, but I'm, I'm not trying to be. Uh, do you remember Helen from Big Brother? She used to go, I remember she said, I'm just Helen in Helen's world. That's always stuck in my head. I'm just Helen in Helen's world. God, I'd love to, my show's literally called Colin because I'm trying to work this out. How do I just be Colin in Colin's world? Um, but I really envy these people, you know, these people who know who they are. I mean, maybe it's not true. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're, that what they're, uh, you, you know, is that what they're expressing or not? I don't know. I'm, re I'm really not sure. I want to believe that, but maybe that's just like they've chosen that body. Do you know what I mean? Like the Zygons in Doctor Who, where you pick a body, you pick a person you're pretending to be, you know, like a body snatcher. I'll be that person. That seems to work for me. That gets me what I want. And I'm just going to become that person and be that person all the time, you know. Uh, this is safe, you know. This is a thing I can be in. I don't know. don't know. So I guess in a way, I've gone full circle, haven't I? Because being your true self isn't necessarily being... Maybe it's not, you know, true self in inverted commas. Maybe it's not really opening this vulnerable thing up that is then up for attack and pain and shame. Maybe it's being what we think of as a true self is actually just deciding oh, I'm going to be that that's my armour that's what I'm going to wear that's what I'm going to be fucking hell that was wise words wasn't it that was wise words never as good when I read it out as I think it would be um, but that's the balance I'm looking for you know when I open myself up to having uh, you know letting myself experience joy the joy of the rabbit the joy of the rabbit, letting myself open to the universe, trusting, believing. I'm in a place, we're in a place right now where I just have to believe. You know, as a freelance person, I make money creating something from nothing. I just have to believe. <laughs> it's come to realize, you know, I think of, if I'm honest, I'm sorry if this is a bit prejudiced, but I think of priests and, and um, religions and stuff as a bit mad and a bit silly if i'm honest but that's what i'm doing i'm just really hoping things work out mate <laughs> anyway thanks for listening that was that was today's big topic big topic so that was my thoughts on the big topic today um we don't have much time left jamie and we're going to do okay. a tip another spoiler alert it's going to be get a rabbit but actually i've got a second tip for you as well for the listeners not for jamie he needs nothing he's the perfect man he's the ultimate he's got 16 tabs open and does that freak you out the 16 tabs no no oh. it's i think it's just i was brought up with like i was brought up with tabs. spreadsheets and you know the internet you were brought up with 16 like... sisters and they all needed a different <laughs> thing at all times yes and i had an alt tab button that could just switch between them whenever <laughs> i needed to switch focus Old tab slash looking. Yeah. Looking at my 16 sisters by Jamie. Yes. Um, first, that's going to get me in trouble. Yeah. Um, well, it's all going to get you in trouble, old friend. But question, any yeah. thoughts on what I was just boffling on about? Boffling? So, I mean, the main, the main thing that. that came to Sorry. me was... Sorry. The, the stuff, the we don't stuff need to talk about the answer. The stuff about jellyfish. Carry on. That! Was, the stuff about jellyfish was absolutely fascinating. Um... And I thought, no, that's not that's not right. That's not true, is it? Is that true? That can't be true. So I did have a quick look, and yes, it is. Uh -huh. um, 
and I should know that because I did do a lot of research about jellyfish a few years ago because we did a play and it had a bit about a jellyfish in it and it was something called the everlasting jellyfish or the ever living jellyfish which is it's made up of polyps which are like a small thing so it is a kind of colony of of it's not a a, a jellyfish is a creature it's a, a siphonopod or something like that that's the colony of um i sh i we'll have to find okay that. first question um, is every bit of the colony the same or is it like i'll be the no. I'll be the they have way. different they have different roles so they have like you know, hunting and um kind of uh security so like like part of them the job is to they all have like different roles it's so it's like a, it's like a beehive yeah rather sort of, than yeah. be um mini creatures going around doing stuff they're doing stuff within the body yeah if if the queen bee was gigantic and had loads of drones that made up her arms and legs, that's a jellyfish. But yes. is there one thing within the jellyfish which is the the the, the brain, ruler, the monarch? It just it know? floats. It's a colony, so it's not actually it can't actually move in the water. It just it drifts with with the with the tides and stuff. But the everlasting jellyfish is called so because it can regenerate because it never really dies like part it falls to pieces but then parts of it could rejoin other colonies and so wow. it kind of just keeps going um but i need to really get my facts straight on that because i think I we all need to learn more about this because i i feel like there's something politically sociologically in this isn't there yeah if i was cleverer i'd be able to put it succinctly but i guess what i'm saying is our society civilization the world we are like one of those jellyfishes mm. or the world is a jellyfish we're floating through space well you mentioned patriotism we're all creatures that make up this one thing you mentioned patriotism or nationalism where it's like that's essentially the same thing it's like a group going right well, we're all in this together we'll protect our area uh and everybody else is potentially an enemy um as opposed to like let's go work with all of these other colonies um yeah and do jellyfish obviously okay all right so we've got really into, do the jelly oh colonies are yes but do jellyfish mate oh mate um yeah so jellyfish are a creature mm -hmm. but the the ones you're talking about, uh, like things that we think are a jellyfish like portuguese man of war is not a jellyfish it's a uh, it's a, 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 a i'm going to find it now one of these colony things you chat i'll eat a pear and while i search for this it's one of these colony things you mean yes oh so the colony th colony things aren't jellyfish they're not they're, they're very similar but they're not quite the same like organism so a, your run-of-the-mill jellyfish is just one creature it's a, a siphonophore which is a, a, a colonial jellyfish so they're all like little tiny jellyfish that cooperate into Holy a bigger shit. thing. I mean, the world's wonderful, so, isn't it? The, the world really mind. is. And it's, you know, it's so much horrific stuff going on and all that. And the world, and then you got that. But that that's what the world they're should be. They're just out there it? right it's, now it's, while we're chatting. They're, they're just out there living their lives. It's a I colony. It's a community all working together, all doing different jobs, all kind of navigating life together. But not through choice. They've just evolved that way. So they don't know any different, presumably. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, probably. It's not like they've gone through different systems of jellyfish. It's like can you can you put a letter in the newspaper? I'm looking for I'm looking for some more hunters and a couple That's more 
couple more spotters. So if if a leg, so if some of the parts of the colony get killed, do other parts of the colony do do just equivalents grow or come along and join in or? I get. I mean, we're really the. I mean, we're we're barely qualified to talk about like this is you know the mind, but I don't. We're definitely not qualified to talk about wonderful jellyfish. This is di. This is like last week. It was DIY idiots and Alan. Yes. Was, uh, was very interested in that, and this is di. This is what zoologist idiots. Yes, that's what we need. All these podcasts are so much better than what this is. Right, uh, a little announcement. I don't think you've said anything about what I was talking about, but that's fine because you know I said enough. And we just talked about jellyfish. Definitely, and I'm not even sure they are jellyfish, but I enjoyed it a lot. So <laughs> announcement, announcement. Um, have I said I'm going to Edinburgh? I'm going to you have, but, you have, but you haven't said for my show, Colin, or go on Ed Fringe or something and book a ticket now, please. And it's going to go on tour afterwards, which Already? is not confirmed yet, but as in it's not out there. But don't worry, it will be on sale soon. And I just found out I'm going to be at Latitude. Yay, mm. which is actually a dream come true for me. It's a big achievement for me Lovely. because... I've done Latitude before many times as Anna Man and other things. This is the first time I'm in the proper comedy tent, not your fucking literary cabaret theatre ooh hoo ha. We can't actually do proper jokes tent, which I also loved. I also loved, you know, but a lot of it was burlesque, let's be honest. This is proper, it's a man with a mic <laughs> telling jokes. And only a man. Um, but no, I actually feel genuinely excited. Uh, uh, Latitude is a wonderful festival, and I'm very pleased to be on it again in the actual comedy tent, as opposed to the we're not sure where to put you tent. Yes, entertainment. People know where to put me. This is all I wanted. Okay, we're almost at the end. It's time for I Can't Go. I Can't Go. This is a bit where we give little tips. So obviously my first tip, get that bloody rabbit. Just get it. Don't think about it. Get a rabbit. Sit with it. Oh, my God. Just the level of comfort and joy. I talk to it. I chat away and I, I realize I'm saying things like, don't worry, Ned. Daddy's here. Oh, yes, you love your daddy, don't you? I'm saying stuff like this. I'm like, what? Um, but we're best friends. I hope he doesn't hate me. <laughs> Like he's just like, oh fuck, it's that guy again. All right, mate. Yep. How you doing? You alright? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm happy in the cage, mate. Nah, I'm, oh, he's getting me. He's getting me. But no, he's absolutely lovely and looks for me when he hears my voice. It's so sweet. So that's my first tip. Or a cat. There's my Red tip. Means well, we'll leave you there, should we, Jamie? Unless you've got yes, a little absolutely. tip. I haven't. Is that? Are you happy with that? I'm more than happy with that. What an absolute. That was wonderful. Maybe we need to keep them this short. So as I did in my long-winded introduction, as I said in my long-winded introduction, I'm going to try and get some guests on. And tr yeah, it's going to be much more succinct and fun and easy and simple. Oh, God, there's no need for any of that. Do you want to say goodbye, Jamie? Are, are you happy? Yes, absolutely. It's all right. Lovely to see you all. Porters, and write, rate and review the show for sake. Get a rabbit, mate. Right, I do you want to sit and with the song? Uh, Is it only a dream? Uh, in 
into the night. Oh my God. Uh, uh, where we go? Is it a dream? Is it a dream? He's talking about death. Life. Bright eyes. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? This is my funeral song. Like fire. Bright eyes. How can you close and fail? How could the light that burns so brightly suddenly burn so pale? Bright eyes. Does that bring you to tears or is it just me? It brings me to climax. <laughs> well, oh, that's what I call tears. Right, yes, yes. I mean, dick tears. Yes, dick tears. Ugh. Right. Thanks, Jamie. I'm going to end the recording we... now. Yes. Dick tears. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.